Hey guys, welcome along to Hellmouth Hotline. I'm your host, Rodney Stewart. We're getting into some more Buffy Season 2. Now, in every season of a show, it's highly unlikely that you're going to get an entire run of incredibly strong episodes. Now, in, in total, I would think Season 2 is one of the best seasons of Buffy, uh, in my opinion. I really enjoyed Season 2, but uh, this episode, I would have to say... You know, it, don't get me wrong, it has its moments in there, but it, it definitely, for me, is the weakest of this season so far. It is called Go Fish, and it is episode 20. Alright guys, so in this episode, uh, essentially, Sunny Deal is going to be put on the map for uh, the swim team that they have there. They're finally going places and they're, the members of the swim team have been treated like celebrities for a change. And, uh, you know, they're on the verge of putting the, the school on the map and like the regional finals and that sort of thing. But uh, at the beginning of the episode, one of the swim team members gets killed, let's just say. Or that's what they lead you to believe. Uh, they see... the. Off screen, you hear this guy screaming, and then we see the, this just like flesh and the whole insides gone. But in the background, you see this sea creature disappearing up a drain, sort of a deal. But you know, uh, that could have been done a little bit better because I was kind of, and I'm not just saying this because I've seen this, this episode before, but I do remember at the time when I seen it, I was just like. They've kind of tipped their hand a little bit too obviously at the beginning of this episode. So, you know, as a viewer, you're kind of ahead of the the storyline the entire way through this episode. Uh, getting further into the episode, uh, Buffy arrives at the school in a car with Cameron, a member of the, the swim team. He makes persistent sexual advances that she's not up for. So she slams his head against the steering wheel and uh, she's taken to the the office and threatened by the principal, uh, Snyder, as usual. You know, he just considers her the, the troublemaker, constantly trying to get rid of her. And uh, yes, it's not going down well for Buffy in this episode when it comes to the, the swim team. Uh, Giles informs Buffy that the remains of another member of the team Dodd were found on the beach after the party. Uh, the gang then tried to determine what killed them, and uh, they go into the books, start researching for uh, whatever they can get the hold of. Uh, Xander bumps into Cameron, who rubs his elite status as a member of the swim team in Xander's face, and goes to the cafeteria for a snack. And Xander, of course, hears him scream, and when he goes to check out what happens, he finds the whole cafeteria destroyed and Cameron's skin on the floor, just like a guy at the beginning of the episode, and a humanoid sea creature standing there, going all grr and whatnot. <laughs> so in the library, Cordelia, she tries her hardest to sketch the creature that Xander saw and you know I was just thinking to myself while I was watching this episode again uh, I wonder was the, the sea creatures kind of influenced by Merman from He-Man and the Masters of the Universe because they are a little bit 
you know, of course, they're, they're sea creatures and whatnot, and uh, so is Merman, but the, the similarities are striking, and how they look compared to what Merman was back in the 80s. And I'm just wondering, was it a little bit of a nod to the He-Man, the Masters Universe cartoon? And I might actually, as I'm recording this podcast, just go and see if there's any references to that on the internet. But uh, I don't think there will be. Anyway, Cordelia, she's trying to scare this creature. Buffy and Willow come to the... The library haven't been informed that Cameron and Dodd were the two best swimmers on the boys' team. And they start to think, okay, someone's after the swim team. So it's, you know, the two best swimmers are gone. The third best would be whoever. So they're starting to, you know, try and look after the swim team. Uh, Cage would be the next one on the list. Um, Buffy, she shadows him as the next target uh, at the bronze that night Cage confronts Buffy about her following him and she tells him she doesn't want to give away of course that she's a slayer and whatnot. but she tells him eventually he might be in danger but he doesn't believe her and he leaves only to be attacked by Angelus on the parking lot Buffy fights off Angelus noting as she does that Angelus was spitting out Cage's blood rather than drinking it uh, the following day, Buffy, Willow and Cordelia sit on the swim practice discussing Angelus's behaviour. Uh, they speculate the swim team may be taking steroids, which act as are repellent to vampires but an attractant to the sea creature. Uh, Xander, he decides he takes the initiative to join the swim team in an effort to get information uh, from the places that the girls would not have access to. Uh, Buffy. Later on, she hears Cage cry out in pain. She's she takes over from Xander. He's after the swim practice. He's changed, ready to go, and she meets him at the door. And he's a Cage is still in there, but you know he's not the sharpest knife in the rack, so he's tying his shoelaces. So give him a little bit of time. There was a little bit of good comic moments from Xander, and uh, there's a little joke that he drops as he's leaving Buffy, and that that's like. Taps her on the shoulder, tag, you're it, and off he goes. Uh, kind of like the dry sort of humour that uh, you would know from Chandler and Friends. That sort of uh, character was on Xander at this stage. Uh, Buffy hears Cage cry out in pain, and she runs on. And as the viewer, you're kind of expecting to find him dead. All the inside's gone, just the skin on the floor and the sea creature there. But uh, she comes in and finds him transforming into one of the creatures. And other creatures are in the locker room with him. Buffy and Giles tell Coach Marn that members of the team are not been killed by the creature, but have been transformed into them. Uh, meanwhile, Xander tries to find out what drug the team members are using and how he can get his hands on it and they kind of laugh him off they're in the the steam room in the school and he's like you know where can we get the drugs like uh, i need something to up my game make me a better swimmer uh, who do you talk to to get it and they start laughing at him and uh tell him that the the sauna steam that xander is currently sitting on and inhaling is 
the drugs they're on. So like everybody in the room on the swim team, you know, main members, backup members of the team, reserves, they're all on it. Uh, it's revealed that the nurse of the high school is a co-conspirator with the with Coach Marn. And they have been conducting experiments on the swim team using fish DNA that uh, some research was found somewhere along the line. In all honesty, uh, I kind of skipped out of this episode once in a while. Again, I didn't find it to be the strongest one. But uh, Marn came across secret documents that were released after the, the fall of the, the wall. And, uh, you know, it was never perfected. And he thinks he's got it perfected uh, in order to get a one on team. And uh, nurse, the nurse of the school, she tries to put an end to everything. She's like, these guys, you know, it was one thing to try and up their potential as swimmers. But they're starting to die off. It's wrong, we have to stop what we're doing. But uh, Marn forces her into an open grate in the floor and drops into the sewers. Uh, where the creatures are at and uh, basically feeds her to them uh, Buffy shortly after that she confronts Martin but he forces her at gunpoint into the sewer and when she's down there she sees the, the dead body of the school nurse um, floating on the water and she's like so you're just going to feed me to these guys and he's like no they've already had their dinner but uh Teen boys, they've got all their needs, you know, referencing the fact that she's in there to, you know, satisfy these guys. And Buffy even makes a joke to herself while she's down there on her own. She's like, that's all my reputation needs is the girl that did it with the entire school swim team. So uh, they come at her, attack her. Uh, she's fighting them off. Uh, Xander turns up, asking Coach Marn where's Buffy at. Then he hears her in the sewers below, fighting. Uh, he knocks Marn out. Gun drops to the floor. Xander reaches down through the the hole, grabs hold of Buffy, rescues her, pulls her up to safety. Coach Marn kind of revives again, grabs the gun and attacks him, but as Knocked into the sewer accidentally, more or less, and uh, the creatures attack him. And uh, we don't see what's happening down there. Uh, you know, you're thinking, okay, this is the guy started all this. These kids are after a bit of revenge out here, they're going to kill him. But uh, Xander and Buffy they're looking down the drain, and uh, he's out of reach, can't get hold of him. And Buffy looks at uh, Xander and says, Gosh, those kids really love their teacher. So they, you know, it doesn't say it, but it, it highly implies that, you know, these guys had their dinner, as Coach Marin said earlier on, and they have all their needs. So that it's, you know, these guys satisfied themselves on the teacher before killing them. It is truly disgusting whenever you think of it that way. Uh, Next, like over the next couple of weeks, Xander and the remaining human swimmers are given treatments uh, to undo the effects of the inhaled mutagen. Uh, Giles 
working at the hospital, get something set up, and a few weeks they're going to be okay. They're not going to transform and the mutants. Uh, but while the three guys that were transformed and the creatures, final shot of the episode we see, you know, Buffy had said, I don't think I'll be seeing these guys again. I think, you know, they're going to head off home, sort of a deal. So like, these guys, they've mutated into creatures that, you know, live and water the ocean and whatnot. We do see them at the end of the episode, leaving the beach to head onto the, the ocean, never to be seen again. This episode you know it as i said at the beginning you know it does it has its moments but it's it's a standalone episode it's got nothing to do with the bigger storyline of season two and uh for me i didn't feel it was the strongest one in the series but you know if you're a completist definitely check it out i don't think in uh the bigger scheme of things in season two you know the standalone episodes tend to give you something that will be referenced in the huge storyline of the season. This episode doesn't do this one, so this is probably the only one in season two that you could skip over if you weren't interested in watching it. But then again, if you're checking out the series, why would you skip over the episode? Anyway, that's going to do it, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I will talk to you tomorrow with uh, another little review in the Hammer House of Horror. See you then. This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Thank you so much for listening.